welcome to Kitty Talks, the podcast that shows you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I'm your host, Kitty Waters, serial entrepreneur and co-creator of the Network for Transformational Leaders. Each week, I interview top thought leaders who are changing the world with their work. They share their life stories and tips on how you can find your purpose. If you're keen to create a life you love in alignment with your soul, well, the waiting list for Do Your Dharma is now open. We have an early bird price of £295 going up to £495 at the end of the summer. So now's the time to get on board. We've had 42 incredible human beings go through this program and the results that they are created in their own life is incredible. This course is a consciousness shift. It's an eight-week online program and you will go in one person and you will come out another. Please go and check out the reviews on my Facebook page and you can also have a look at the website www.doyourdharma.co.uk. This program I created because this is what I wanted 10 years ago when I was lost, stuck in a job that I hated. This program will help you find your flow and manifest the life of your dreams. We demystify the subject of Dharma, unlock your greatest potential and show you that by following your highest excitement, you can create the life that you love. This week's episode, you are going to meet David Wood. David built the world's largest coaching business, becoming number one on Google for life coaching. He's served huge audiences worldwide, and he now coaches high-performing leaders to play the best game they possibly can, deepening their connection and living a regret-free life. I do hope you enjoy this episode. I have to say, I really enjoyed interviewing David. He is a very self-expressed human being who absolutely loves what he does. And I know you're going to get inspiration from listening to his journey. So hello and welcome to Kitty Talks. We interview inspirational people who are changing the world with their work to inspire you to create your own life. And today, I know we're going to have an amazing conversation. I have a gentleman called David Wood with me who coaches high-performing leaders to play for real. And we're going to get him to explain that to us today. But David, welcome to Kitty Talks. Thank you, Kitty. I'm feeling happy in this moment to be here. (laughs) Well, I am feeling very happy to have you because I know that you are going to deliver some real wisdom to our listeners. But would you please, for the people listening who maybe haven't come across you before, I would love you to explain who you are and what you're currently doing in the world. Hmm. What I do right now is I do work with leaders, executives, entrepreneurs who are already doing well. So they're not usually trying to fix a bunch of broken things in their life. Their life's going well, but they wonder how can I play a better game if this was the only life we had? And I, you know, jury's out for me on, on reincarnation. But if this was the only life, how can I maximize it so that I'm authentic, I'm fully expressed, and I'm deepening my connections? Because I want everyone to be able to lie in their deathbed and say, I gave it everything. I really played for real. Mm, so absolutely. I coach. I coach and I coach. that's what I do. 
So you coach high performance leaders by the sounds of things. Yeah. Beautiful. And I love this term play for real because it's so true, isn't it? What we've, you know, we do only have one life that we'll be able to remember anyway. So why shouldn't we make it the best possible life? Yeah. You know, and this is where I think regret comes in. I haven't laid on my deathbed. I've been close to death a number of times, but I haven't laid on my deathbed, but apparently, you know, when the time comes, there's no do over. There's no chance to like go back in time. So it's too late by then. So we, I think what I want for people is there's an awakening now, at least to sit down and go, right, am I living my best life? And maybe you are. But if you're going to regret 5, 10, 20 years later that you didn't spend more time with your kids, then let's put something into place now so that you, that's not going to happen. Mm. Let's deepen your connections with your employees, with your staff, with your with your partner, with your, with your parents, with your friends, with yourself. Let's do that so you can say, I really fully, I'm going to mix metaphors. I milked the juice. <laughs> Milk the juice out of life. Go to your deathbed happy, by the sounds of things. Yeah. Happy and fulfilled that you really like. Right, that's what I want. And we're often, we've got blinders on. We've got blinkers And that's fine. That's often how we live, but it takes a seminar or an amazing book or a coach or, or someone to light a fire on you under you often for those Mm. blinkers to come off and go, wait, how can I up, up level my game in work and life? Mm. I remember being asked actually about how I wanted to be remembered at my funeral Mm. and what I wanted people to, what I wanted people to say about me. And that was so you know, similar to what you're describing, so powerful for me because it really kicked me into action to say, my God, yes, I've got a real opportunity here. So like there sounds, I think you pull that out of people, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's my job. And it's interesting, just the dynamic of speaking with someone else listening, but listening from a point, like often when we're listening, we're trying to think what, what we're going to share next. Or, but I'm listening from a, a place of, does this feel on to me? Does this resonate as true? Is this like your highest path? That's how I listen. And there's something about the dynamic that just brings out wisdom. It brings out wisdom. It's not like I walk around every day just spewing wisdom. But in the coaching dynamic, something comes out. And I like how you accessed it. The way you can access your wisdom is how do I want to be remembered? Am I, am I living that way? That's a great coaching question it certainly worked on me (laughs) and I'd adopted it (laughs) right and now look what you do in the world (laughs) and how I love to hear about people's transformational stories and journeys so I would love to know the kind of pivotal moments that how did you get into what you do today because it sounds to me you're living your best life you know we've just had a conversation about being a transformational leadership council member empowering, inspiring others. But how did you start this journey? Well, I'm going to say it started with tragedy, as, as it does for, for many transformational leaders, I think, many healers. When I was seven years old, my five-year-old sister was, was killed by the school bus. Mm. So I was there. I witnessed it. And uh, that morning I had a sister. That night I didn't. I was an only child. So apparently what happened, I didn't know this at the time, but what happened is I grew up 
learning not to feel. Mm. I just shut down a, a huge part of myself. And what I developed was a huge intellectual stream of energy. I, I became top of my school and went and qualified as an actuary and worked on Park Avenue. And I developed this amazing capacity to manifest things in time and space. I'm a, I'm a systems geek. So I have that left brain. But what happened is I stopped feeling and I didn't know that. I, I didn't cry and I didn't connect. Mm-hmm. And then I was having trouble in my, in my, in my marriage in my relationship with, and she became my wife and I went to a a psychiatrist and I'm like, help me. What's happening? What's going on? And he said, well, I think you really have a big heart and I think you do feel a a lot. You're very sensitive, but you've shut it down. This is my theory. And I think you've never grieved. Mm. So that was the best day of my life. I think because he gave me a possibility that there was something that I could alter and I could have deeper connection. I could, I could maybe go back with this woman who I'd broken up with eight times. I knew I couldn't go back without a doctor's note. So we got married and then I was having trouble in the marriage and someone said, you should do this course. No, no. She said, your wife should do this course. She sounds like she really needs changing. And I was like, that sounds great. I, I want to change her. But the more she spoke about the course, the more I thought she talked about finding who you are. Mm. And I thought I, I could use that. I had had a taste of personal growth when I was 17. And it was like, just like a blip on my radar and my heart opened for two weeks. And I'm like, wait, what was that? So I jumped at the chance and I did this course called the Landmark Forum with Landmark Education. And I, I, I swore I'm not going to be one of those self-help junkies. So, you know, they had name tags and they were smiling too much and they freaked me out. And I'm like, and they, I'm hug you. they hug you. <laughs> and I really believed, I honestly believed they were just in it for the money. I was very cynical. Really? Wow. I didn't know anything else. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'll do one course and then I get out. Well, they sucked me in. They said, when you go back to work, on Monday, people might actually ask you if you've had a haircut <laughs> because something will be different about you and they won't be able to put their finger on it. And it happened. This guy actually mm. said, did you get a haircut? And I was like, wow. And something had shifted. So I went back and did another course because I found out that if I do that second course, no, no, I did the second course because people who'd done the second course, I met them and they were bouncing off the walls. Their their energy, they were different people. I'm like, what happened to you? You've drunk the Kool-Aid, but let me have a sip Mm. and let me see what's happening. So I went back and did that course. And then I found out I, I was actually coaching people during the course. I couldn't stop myself. When people were stuck, I was like, well, what's that about? And what are you going to do about it? And I just, I just wanted to help them move forward And there was one woman, and I think this might have changed my life. She told me that her husband had had an affair 10 years ago. And she'd been holding it over him for 10 years and using it as a way to control him. And then she shared with me that she'd also had an affair 10 years ago. But she didn't tell him that piece. (laughs) So, So I've got goosebumps right now. I helped her find the courage 
to go and reveal to him what had happened and to let go of that control and that domination. And she did. And wow. she came back to the course and she shared how her and her husband went to an ex-president's dinner. They were sitting with ex-presidents and they felt like they were floating six feet above the ground with the new intimacy and the new level of love and freedom that they had. I was hooked. I'm like, I want to do this coaching thing for people. I want to help other people. So it seems to be that as I've spent the last 20 years opening my heart, reopening my heart and getting back in that connection so I can not just be left-brained intellectual, but I can also have the right brain limbic system connected and deep feeling. Mm. As I do that, I want to help others also mm. have deeper connection because I think that's the ultimate game that we're playing. I think ultimately we're all looking for deep, deeper connection with others and deeper connection with ourselves. Mm, beautiful, really beautiful. And I can so relate to your journey. So, so relate to your journey. Yeah. I was brought up in an environment where I didn't feel, you know, emotions. My heart was totally shut down. And you and I have similar journeys because I'm a self-expression and leadership grad. And I did about three or four years, it was three years worth of landmark. And it's some of the most powerful transformational work I've done. So mm. when you see human beings reconnect to their lives and reconnect to themselves, like it's just so rewarding. And I think that inner sense of fulfillment we get from the work is incredible. Yeah. You know, talking about, as hearing you speak about connection, I'm reminded just to, was it last night? No, the night before last night, I've just met somebody. I met somebody eight days ago, nine days ago, and she's blowing my, my circuits. But what I found as we're having our fourth date is I'm, I'm revealing things that you would, some people would never reveal in any relationship ever. But as it comes into my head, I'm warning her and then I'm sharing it and we're going deeper and deeper. And I found myself at one point blubbering which isn't exactly the look you kind of want as a guy <laughs> on your fourth date generally, but I was owning it. I wasn't collapsing. I was just like, I realized, you know, I had this heart open connection. I felt so seen and appreciated. It's off the charts. It's even hard to describe. Now I'm not saying everybody should have that in every interaction in their life, but let's take a massive step in that direction. Mm. But I, I love that. So, you know, I've, that's fantastic that you have are in that process because it's a beautiful place to be when you meet a human being that you can totally be authentic and honest with. I, I met my husband after doing the self-expression and leadership program and I accredit it actually. Oh, you did the SELP. Yeah, I did SELP and I met my husband literally, I would say a couple of weeks after I'd finished that program and we were, we lived together after about, I think we went on holiday and on our third date, we did a 10 day, 10 day holiday and it was our third date and then we've been together yes i all right i'm learning about you i'm liking you more <laughs> hearing that and i love that you did SELP. i did the self-expression and leadership program only because i found out they would train me as a coach after i did it if i and help and so i could coach others officially and i'm like i'll take any training you're willing to give so i did it not for my own self-expression i did it so i could be a coach and as a bonus I didn't know what self-expression was, to be honest. I didn't know what it meant. 
it just was self-expression. What is that? But out of doing that program, one of the things I'd always wanted to do was play guitar in front of people, but I was too shy. And I think you'll love this. I took, I went to the Bahamas with some friends during the program and I had to skip a, skip a night, which was a big deal. You're not supposed to skip any nights, but I skipped it to go on this trip, took my guitar and they said, you'll never be able to take it on the plane. You can't take any carry on. I said, let's see what happens. I had one beer. Uh, and when I went on the plane, I think I managed to charm the, the flight attendants. I'm like, God, it's a guitar. And they're like, all right, we'll squeeze it down the back. So I go on the plane and there's an old lady getting out of a wheelchair in first class and sitting at the front. She said, oh, would you play a song for us later? I said, sure. You know, I'd had a beer. Yeah, sure. It's never going to happen. And then I'm sitting with my friend on the plane and we're talking about self-expression. She said, what about playing your guitar? I said, like now? She said, yeah, here on the plane. On the plane, wow. I said, no one wants to hear that. Everyone's talking. It's going to be weird. And she said, you're afraid. Shut up and go and get it. I went back. I got my guitar. I'm playing American Pie. Oh, now I've got goosebumps. And people, are, people, like come, couple people came to stand around and were like singing on the plane on the way to the Bahamas. Awesome. So now I'm actually singing in front of people. And then the flight attendant comes down and says, excuse me, sir. And I'm like, oh, she's going to shut this down. And she said, there's a lady up front that said that you promised her a song. <laughs> so now I have to stand up with the guitar and walk up the plane with everyone watching me going, what's this guy doing? Where's he going? I knelt down in front of the lady and everyone can like lean out and look up the row and see me playing. Mm. And I played, I think Johnny be good from Chuck Berry to this lady as quietly as I could. And then the flight attendant said, that's so great. Would you sing that over the PA? No way. I swear, I swear this is true. She held the PA <laughs> up in front of my guitar and I sang Johnny Be Good for the entire plane. Oh my that God, that's the, amazing. So I'm a fan of the self-expression and leadership program. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying everybody should play a guitar on the plane on the way to the Bahamas, although it's recommended. I'm saying, what's your level of self-expression? what for you would have you go, wow, that was a massive edge for me, but mm. I'm doing that. I'm being that in the world. I'm being that in my relationships. I want mm. that. And I didn't know it was missing until I had it. Mm. And, and this is so, so true, isn't it? Because I think most human beings through no fault of our own, we may hasten to add, you know, we are just get closed down to life, you know? So we would be too scared or we would be too fearful to ever kind of potentially make an idiot of ourselves. But actually what you just described, I bet you felt so alive in that moment. And like, I can feel it when you tell the story, I can feel that aliveness, you know? Yeah. And, and that's it, living. Yes. And it ripples through to the future because now, mm. you know, every time you push back a boundary, you push back a, a horizon, you, your world gets bigger. Now, remember I coach high performers. So, a lot of these people are confident in many ways. They're already successful. So it's about, for them, it's about like, what's the edge for them? Maybe it's not playing the guitar. Maybe for them, it's about doing that speech on stage or reaching out to a celebrity for an endorsement or sharing something with their partner that they're embarrassed about, or they might get, get in trouble for, or I've got, um, uh, a client who wanted to know how to talk to his 16 year old son. He's like, 
my 16 year old son, I just, I ended up yelling at him and we don't have this connection. So we, we brainstorm and role play how to, how to connect. And that's an edge for him to risk going back and trying to enroll his son in being interested in his future. So the question is, what's an edge for you? And may you find that edge and may you walk it. I don't want you to go beyond your edge and do something that's too scary. That's, I, I talk about truth, daring, and caring. So mm. I want you to practice daring as you find your own truth and speak your truth. But you don't want to go overboard as well and do too much because that's no fun. You, you need to care for yourself at the same time. Mm. So it sounds to me that your work is incredible and you are helping people really stretch what they believe is possible for their lives by the sounds of things like get to the edge of that possibility and really live it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's true. I was just kind of flitting through some of, some of my clients and I mean, that's where the coaching is at the edges. And if it wasn't an edge, they wouldn't be coming to coaching. Right. Like the things that they're already comfortable with, they're already doing almost by definition, you come to a coach to help find those areas where you might be playing smaller than you need to, but you didn't even know it yet. Fantastic. You got me thinking. (laughs) Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's excites me. You know, like that, the, the, the take, the way you position it, you know, that, that lights me up because we all need it. You know, if you're listening to this podcast now, coaches need coaches, <laughs> you know, we all need it because we need someone to stretch our possibility. You know, yeah. we need, we all need it. And like, and feeling alive is just so inspiring and empowering. And, you know, even though we know this stuff, you know, this doesn't hurt to be reminded and to be pushed. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah, that's right. So uh, a couple of questions come to mind that, that listeners can, can, take on if they want. Mm. One question is if you were to dream bigger just for today, if you were to dream bigger, what would that dream be? And I've avoided this most of my life. I just say, I'm a big dreamer already. Don't tell me to dream bigger. I'm look at me. I'm dream. I'm, I'm I've flown the Himalayas solo in a paraglider. I, I you know, why would you tell me to dream bigger? But when I actually applied the question to myself, it changed my view of my whole coaching. I was thinking, I just want 15 clients who can afford my coaching fees and are willing to take action. Like that was, that was my initial vision. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's pretty awesome. But then I thought, wait a minute, if I'm going to dream bigger, what would that look like? And I, I thought, if I'm going to only coach 15 people, they may as well be 15 amazing people. They may as well be 15 people who I would want to hang out with anyway, that I really enjoy. And I get to be on a Zoom call with them once a week, helping them transform their life and make an impact on the world. Let's do that. So I didn't even know that that was possible because it hadn't gone through my head. But now I'm like, why not? So that's the question. If you could dream bigger, and I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot, Kitty. Can <laughs> I knew I, you were going to do I'm that. Put you on the spot. You're a transformational leader. <laughs> this is what we do. Well, we that's don't. well. That to be honest, as soon as you said that question, I was like, mm, what? yeah. <laughs> so, and and of course, the answer doesn't have to be right, and I, I'm not going to hold you to it. But if you were to dream bigger, just for a moment now, 
Mm. What could you imagine that you might really enjoy for your life? Wow. Okay. So I, you don't know huge amounts about me, but David, I have a, uh, an online community of people doing their Dharma and it's an eight week online course. And I take them through a program. It's really fascinating with what you were talking about. It's to reconnect to who they are and what they want to be doing in the world. And I teach them the laws of the universe about how to make that their dream come to fruition. And I've got 40 people currently in my program. They're just doing it at the moment. But I would like thousands doing that program. That's I've I have that vision. Like that's some somewhere I'm I'm going. Great. So may I may I coach you a Please. moment here? <laughs> How would it feel to you, just for just for a nice round number, to say my vision is a hundred thousand people? How would you put it? Knowing their dharma. Or what's doing their dharma? Doing their dharma. Hundred thousand people doing their dharma through my course. Oh well, we change the world. That's and that's why I want people to do their dharma, so we can sort out the problems we've got on the planet. You know. So again, that makes me very happy. <laughs> very happy. That sounds really yeah. like unexpressed. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. <laughs> that sounds great. So I love that as a, as a mission for you. And one of the reasons I love it is because it sounds like it makes you happy. The idea of a hundred thousand people having done that. And also that's something that other people can jump on the bandwagon. You know, you can tell all your listeners, you can, every single podcast, you can say our mission, hundred thousand people. And then I love, I'm a practical guy, right? Cause I come from an actuarial background and systems. So where my mind goes is tracking that number and even putting that number on the website so that, people can see it, click over and see it clock over. And each podcast, you might put up that number and it'd be a journey, right? Like, like maybe now it's like, it's like 40 people or 200 people or whatever. And we see that head towards a thousand, you know, you might set the first one as 20,000 or 50,000, but you see what I'm, what I'm saying? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why not? Absolutely. Yeah. That's perfect. So thanks for playing with me here and, and just demonstrating just, just like a, a microsecond of, of, of coaching. So the question for our listeners is if you were to dream bigger and you don't have to commit to it, but if you were, let's just play and see what that would look like. And then the second question that, and I've added these to my, I do a self coaching form for all my clients. So they fill in a form before they come to the session and I read it mm-hmm. and I added these questions a few months ago. The second question is, if you were fearless this week, what's one action you would take? Nice. And that's a great way to get into that mindset. And I've got a client who has a vision of 10,000 people in Calgary, Canada, at one time meditating. Wow. And his, his, his action was, if I was fearless, I would reach out to Dr. Joe Dispenza and ask him if he's interested in, in being a part of this project in some way. And I don't know Dr. Joe, but I said, all right, you know, simple coaching question. Would you like to do that? I think that would be a good signal to the universe that you mean it. Mm. You know, you can, you can apply the secret, right? The secret, oh, I'm going to think about it and I'm going to feel how good it feels to have that happen, etc., and then see if it happens. I'm a fan of, yeah, do that. But get on the damn phone and, take and the call his office, Absolutely. right? Because that's just how you 
That's how you feed the prayer. That's how you show the universe you mean it. That's all. Mm. And I think that'd be a good signal to your subconscious too. If you want to get more scientific, he's like, all right, he, he, he sent the email last week and then this week he's going to make the, the phone call. So the question is, if you're fearless just for this week, what would you do? You don't have to do the action, but at least let's start with finding out where that edge is. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. And, and, and I have seen magic and miracles happen. You know, I truly believe that magical miracles happen when we are in alignment with who we are and what we're supposed to be doing. So we talk, chatted before you came on air. That was my ATL story. You know, I climbed Kilimanjaro. I met Eric Edmeads. Oh, yeah? And he told me about the TLC. And my soul spoke to me, David. And it said, literally, it's the first time it ever happened. And it, it, it said, you need to bring that to Europe. And it was like a light bulb went on in my soul. And I remember coming down off that mountain, writing a business plan, telling every single person that I was going to bring the TLC at the time to Europe and became quite obsessed with the idea. What I didn't realize then, because this is like seven years ago, was it was the kind of first thing I consciously manifested into my life. But I took the action. And I would say it probably was about six to nine months later, I was doing my NLP qualification still telling people that this is what I was going to do, still networking, still putting it out there. And I did a parts integration, let this part go. And I got an email from Marsha Martin the following day saying that Marie Diamond was coming to uh, Europe and did I want to get involved in setting up this organization. And, wow. Yeah. And love, so, wow. Well, you just mentioned Eric and, and Marie. I just met Marie in Mexico in January. And oh my goodness, what a, she put her arm around me while I cried during something that was going on there. It's twice I mentioned crying. People are going to think I'm a blubber mess. Hey, sometimes I am. Well, who cares? Right. <laughs> it's okay. Right. You're a lot man. You're allowed to cry. <laughs> hey, I've spent 20 years trying to get to this point where I can do that. <laughs> exactly. I've worked for this. I've earned those tears. <laughs> yeah. So I love that you did that. And that you met Eric. I'm just in the Wild Fit program right now with, with Eric. Okay. That's changing my life. I'm going to make, I, I got, look, I got my, my breakfast here and then I'm going to go and drink my green smoothie after this. What came to me as you said, as you said that is you, you created the dream. You had that, but then you said you, you took actions aligned with that. Mm. And this seems so Guess simple what? to say, but it's, it's not rocket science, but that's where so many people fall down. So mm. my job is kind of twofold in a way. One, let's just check you got the right dream because you don't want to go enthusiastically in the wrong direction. Let's make sure the destination is something that's actually going to light you up. But the second one is so simple, but most people are missing it. What's the plan to get there? Mm. And are you in action every day in alignment with that? Boom. Like that's kind of a good recipe, I think, for a great life. We, we, just, we just came up with that right here. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, yeah check absolutely. the destination, create the plan, and every day take action in alignment with that. That generally feels really good, and I call that self-expression. Mm. If you're thinking, what the hell is the self-expression stuff? Because it sounded weird to me when I first heard it. If you've declared what matters to you and you're taking actions every day, some people call that integrity. I call that integrity. And I also call that you being self-expressed. I am acting in alignment with what I care about. And that feels pretty damn good. 
mm. and has incredible results. Incredible yeah. results. Mm. Now, David, I could talk to you all day, as the listeners can probably tell. <laughs> I'm loving talking with you. I'm so glad to meet you. Chris knew what he was talking about, introducing us. Yeah, he's a beautiful human being. Chris well, Atwood he's... from the Passion Test, everybody. We'll plug for Chris Atwood. Yeah. Put us in touch. Mm. Yes. Yeah, he's wonderful. One of my teachers. I'm very grateful to him. He's inspired yeah. me a lot. Yeah. But how can our audience find you, David? If they're, you know, I'm sure that they felt the energy in this conversation and we've sparked some interest in them and they want to come and talk to you further. Where do they find you? Yeah, thank you. If this, if you feel a resonance here, you can take the one minute reality check. It's a, it's a very simple quiz that I created at playforreal.life. It's not live. It's life with an F for freedom, L-I-F-E. And if you see there's a, there's a gap between where you are and where you want to be, I invite you to request a session with me. I, I can't say yes to everybody, but I can say yes to a lot of people. And I love doing these sessions. I don't charge for them because it's how I find the right people to work with long-term. But I'll create a plan with you. And if you want to implement the plan on your own, just keep me posted as to how it's going. And if you want help implementing the plan, we can talk about coaching. So that's my invitation, playforreal.life. Playforreal.life. Okay. Yeah. We will have all of your details in the show notes. So guys, it sounds incredible invitation. So I will be taking David up on that as well. Please. So, uh, you- <laughs> I, would be, I would be honored to gift you a session. Yeah. Playforlife.real. No. Almost, oh. almost. I like how you said that. Playforreal.life. Oh, sorry. But well, what, what you said sounds fun too. Playforlife.real. <laughs> I like that too, but it's playforreal.life. But don't yeah. worry, we'll have it in the show notes. But David, thank you so much. Absolutely, really, as you can tell, thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. Like I feel like my energy levels have just gone, which is fantastic. So thank you so much for coming and delivering your wisdom on my podcast, Kitty Talks. What an amazing human being. I thoroughly enjoyed being interviewing him. And then he very kindly did a coaching session on me. I will always take up the opportunity to be coached by top coaches. And it was good. He, when he did my coaching session, he really stretched me and got me to think big. And that's what life is all about. The bigger we can think, the bigger things that we can call into our reality. So if you haven't already, come and connect with me. Come, just let me know you're listening to the podcast. Tag me, share with me what you thought. And we will see you over on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to the Kitty Talks podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode and I too hope you were inspired to take action towards your dream life. You know, all it takes is aligned daily action towards your dreams and they will come to fruition. They will be created. You are an energetic being and you're more powerful than you've ever been taught. If you want some help and support, come and join us, doyourdharma.co.uk. Apply now. We're taking applications and we're going to help you support you creating the dream life. This is why you came.